What's up, guys? Welcome to Two Cents Worth. It's your host, Ryan DeFaber. This is the Week in Review. I have a lot of stuff written down today, so we're going to try and get through it as fast as we can. Keep you guys entertained. As I promised on my Instagram, it was a guarantee. Um, and I'd find it hard for you not to be entertained. First off, I want to just um, thank you guys for listening, letting me speak my mind, be a little vulnerable. Uh, five, six weeks ago, the hardest thing for me to do was to press the record button on this thing. And now it's like the easiest thing for me to do. Um, you guys have been letting me chronicle my life on Instagram and, and social media. And my hope is that for this podcast in general is to inspire somebody uh, or my guests have you guys get inspired, make you laugh, maybe cry, make you just think about your own life and journey and sports and life in general. Um, being able to talk to you guys and have my guests come in and, and open up is one of the highlights of my week. And um, without you guys as listeners, I wouldn't have so much excitement for for it every week. Um, it's fun doing this. I didn't know how much fun I would have doing it, but it's it's been pretty awesome. So uh, just want to start off. Thank you. Telling you that, guys. So, enough with the sappy shit. Let's get into what you guys really tuned into. Just find out about what happened during the week. So, I'm going to start. The uh, Today is the 30th of November, so last week of November. Sunday night. <clears throat> so, me and Lindsay are, are way behind the game on a lot of things that are going on around the world and like, technology. So, we just got Netflix. I'm not kidding. Maybe a month ago. Um maybe two months ago, I think it was when I was on a golf trip, I came home or a business trip. I can't remember, but I came home and she had gotten Netflix. So I was like, okay, I mean, no big deal. And we don't ever watch TV. So, you know, it's for the kids apparently. Well, I've started tuning in because obviously I listen to a lot of podcasts and I see, and, and there's stuff out there. I'm like, well, let me see what's out there from like a documentary perspective. Cause I do like to learn about people's lives and stuff. So on Sunday night, I watched a documentary on Ronnie Coleman, who is, if you don't know who Ronnie Coleman is in in the f- bodybuilding world, he is the basically, arguably, the greatest bodybuilder of all time. And he has a documentary out called The King, and it chronicles around his life of how he became the number one bodybuilder in the world to where he is now. So he just had his ninth back surgery. The guy can barely walk. He basically has like one leg that's numb. Some of the doctors said he would never walk again. The dude squatted 800 pounds. Uh, leg press like 2300 pounds it's insane what this guy can do so that was sunday night nothing overly exciting there after um watching the panthers lose in a good game but a very disappointing game it was our third loss of the year a third loss in a row um the team's got to figure it out the defense looks fucking atrocious our secondary is garbage um i really hope the offseason is getting guys to come in for free agency and drafting good for the secondary because it's not good right now and, and we're losing games that we should be winning. Our offense is producing. Christian McCaffrey and Cam are playing great. So that was Sunday and then Sunday night I just wanted to watch something that would kind of get me inspired for the rest of the week. And it did because Ronnie Coleman's story is awesome. Uh, the guy is a machine. Um, just unbelievable stuff. So if you have a chance, take a look at that. So Monday, woke up feeling rested but I put in here fat. So coming off the Thanksgiving weekend, all we did after Thursday was basically have leftovers all weekend long. And and Lindsay made this macaroni and cheese that is basically a heart attack in a bowl. And I had it every single day. So felt like a fat piece of shit waking up on Monday, but I went to the gym, right? So always starting off my week in that rhythm, trying to get my head right to get to work for, for the week. And then also just kind of being a dad, being a husband, and everything that comes along with it. So it worked out. <clears throat> Kids went back to school on Monday. Thank God. I love my children. And this is just my outlet for, for me and, and other parents out there to hear it because I'm sure you feel a lot of the same way. And if you say, oh, I love spending time with my kids. I don't want my kids to go back to school. Listen, you're crazy. Um, you need that time. You need that break. Kids went back to school first time since last Tuesday, and it, it was ready. We were ready, so it was good. Um, had healthy meals all day. My breakfast, as normal, was oatmeal and a protein shake. Where I start losing it towards the week is usually lunch or a dinner. I mean, especially towards the end of the week, I usually I'm, I'm tired of cooking because I cook 95% of our meals, which is fine. I, don't, I enjoy cooking, and I'm going to get into why I enjoy cooking later on in this episode. But um, 
by Thursday or Friday, I'm usually like, let's just get takeout. Let's just fucking go pick something up. Like, I don't want to cook anymore. I want to do something that's fast and easy. But um, so lunch was tuna um, with some mustard. I don't put mayonnaise in my tuna. I don't like it. The mustard has basically zero calories, and it gives it a good tangy flavor. So I put uh, mustard in my tuna. I had a salad and a protein bar. My dinner, I made turkey meatballs, green beans, and rice. Um, and then on Monday, so last week I talked about how my first purchase ever in Black Friday was our washer. Well, on Monday, we, Lindsay and I made the decision to finally become full-on grown-ups. And if you saw it on my Instagram stories, you know what I'm talking about. It is buying a mattress. We have been married 11 years. We've been together out of college 13 years, roughly. When I graduate 06. Yeah, so almost yeah, thir- 12 and a half years out of college. And we've never owned our own mattress. We've always just used, like, uh, my parents usually give us their old mattress, which is, like, so we just never really prioritize it, right? So we bought a new mattress. First time ever it gets delivered today, uh, Friday, which is nice. I'm excited about it to see what it is. But we bought it from uh, online. So we bought it from Nectar. And I did a lot of research, put a spreadsheet together, did did my due diligence to make sure that I got the mattress that would be best for us and had the best reviews and, and longevity and warranty and all that stuff because there's so much of it out there now on the internet of how all these different mattress companies that have popped up that are basically, they're not brick and mortar stores or e-commerce. So it, like, it's hard because you, you don't get to go to a store and lay on a mattress. Um, you still have those, but these are just better priced. Like this was under $1,000 for a king bed and i'm gonna take that rather than going into mattress firm or any of these other companies and and struggle to find something that is under that that has the same type of warranty um so pleased about that we'll see how it works out that night netflix did again so uh beginning of this week i was just on a i guess a little bodybuilding um kick and i watched generation iron 2 which um is cool again it chronicled a lot of where we are as a society in the bodybuilding world um, around social media, like how stars can become bodybuilding stars without really competing in a lot of bodybuilding competitions because they're out there on social media and YouTube and putting videos together, them working out rather than going and competing and making a lot of money and having followers and having their own products and lines and things like that, apparel. Um, so it was a pretty cool documentary. I've seen it in parts before, but, uh, on Monday I watched it in its entirety and it was really cool. So that's how I ended the day. Woke up Tuesday. It was chest and tricep day. Um, I'm getting my strength back. My shoulder's been fucked up for the last, I don't know, month, month and a half. I don't know if it's an impingement or if I'm just, it, it's my left shoulder. So I'm left-handed and, and playing baseball my whole life. And it, it it's hurt basically for the last 15, 16 years. And the last month and a half, it's really hurt. And I haven't been able to get a lot of, um, mobility in it as much as I would like. So I've been doing a lot of exercises, stretching, all that stuff. So I'm finally getting my shoulder strength back up, which is great because my bench press is going back up, which I'm not going to bore you guys with it. Doesn't, uh, we don't need to talk about it, but just knowing my strength is getting back up is good. And even Pete noticed that he's like, you're getting stronger again, which is good. Um, I want to stay fit as much as I can and, and, and keep my strength up. So, um, that was the workout came home, been dealing with our internet's been going in and out every fucking day for the last week. And it was driving me nuts. So I finally reached out to AT&T and come to find out it's our modem. So they're sending us a new modem. We got it last night on Thursday. So we're on the internet and it's all good and it's going back. It's working. But like for the whole week, like if you have kids, and in the morning or afternoon or night, you know, they're going to want to watch the iPad or Netflix won't connect if the internet's not connected on your TV. So it's been kind of devastating from a mentality perspective. Uh, my mental game has been a little off because I'm hearing the kids crying and screaming and complaining. It's good that they're not on the iPad all the time, which has been nice. At the same time, you know, for my own sanity, sometimes I'm just want to like, we're just in that world now where you just have to kind of put them in front of it. Um, I, I hate to say that, but it it's just going to be a part of their life and part of our lives. So there's no point in fighting it, but we just have to monitor it a little more. Um, sometimes we get a little loose with it and just let the kids sit in front of it for two hours or so. That That's not – I don't like that. That's not healthy. They should be going outside. We live in North Carolina. The, it, the weather's nice basically 
11 months out of the year. Uh, so you can go outside. So got that taken care of. Also, from last week, if you guys remember, I talked about the Tiger versus Phil matchup that happened. It was going to be pay-per-view. Had some people coming over last Friday. We watched it, paid the $20 for pay-per-view. Well, come to find out, the uh, providers were, were struggling. Turner Broadcasting in general, their Bleacher Report stream wouldn't work through the pay, so they ended up just doing the live stream for free. And with that, DirecTV, who I have, and others, uh, other providers started giving all the refunds. So I don't have the total loss of what it was for everyone, but I do know Turner's. Turner alone lost $10 million for their pay-per-view not working. $10 million on a golf match. Just Turner. I, I don't know what DirecTV is. If you guys know, uh, shoot me a DM on, on Instagram, two cents worth podcast, or, or send me an email, two cents worth podcast at gmail.com. Um, I'd love to know if, what the numbers were. Um, Again, mentioned last week. This is all on Tuesday. We had a busy, busy Tuesday. I'm not even halfway through. Uh, new washer arrived, and so the old one was broken, right? So they installed the new one, and I'm like, all right, well, I want to do, I want to do a load of laundry. I hadn't had a washer in basically a week. That's worked. So I thought it was broken. So I talked to help desk with Maytag, and it was just after realizing that I'm an idiot. Because they asked me multiple times, hey, is the water lines turned on? I'm like, yeah, there's water getting into it. But it was like dripping. It wasn't like going in full. And I'm like, oh, there's water going into it. I wasn't really thinking anything. I'm like, fuck, we just had a washer that was broken. Now I got another washer that's broken. Like that was what was going through my head, not like the reality of the water's barely dripping in there. The clothes are wet. I'm like, why the hell is it not moving to wash? Um, but the barrel of the washer whatever you call it the bucket i don't know what the hell you call it it was it was basically empty of water but there was water dripping out so i'm like all right it's working well come to find out uh the guys from home depot that delivered it never turned the water lines back on so after a good hour and a half of me trying to figure out what the hell was wrong i'm looking up videos on youtube like how to take apart a maytag to figure out what's wrong with this thing is it not pumping whatever it was just the the lines weren't turned on, so I had to turn those on. And in uh, two seconds, it started working again. So uh, basically, I'm an idiot, and uh, I'm okay to admit that. <laughs> so uh, anyways, the the next thing that I had to do on Tuesday was um, the boys, both boys are getting bikes from Santa. Um, don't tell them if you, you're listening. And you know my kids. Uh, they're getting bikes from Santa. So I had to pick up Harrison's. And Nolan's arrives in the mail on Monday, which I have to imagine I'm going to have to assemble it, which should be fine. Uh, I'm pretty handy, so I'm not too worried about that. But um, uh, if I was them, after seeing the bikes that we've purchased for them, I, I don't think they're ever going to come back inside. So I'm going to have to get used to being out in the winter here, uh, out in the cold, in the driveway, in the neighborhood for the next couple months because these bikes are pretty sweet. Um, both from Huffy. I, I always had good luck with Huffy growing up. Uh, they're, they're a brand that, um, is reliable. So that's what we went with for the kids. So no one's getting a, uh, orange and blue one. And Harrison got a silver and neon green one and they are legit. Uh, let's move over to sports. Um, so enough of the personal stuff on Tuesday. Dude, Tuesday was busy, man. Tuesday, basketball, college basketball, ACC, Big Ten Championship. Not championship. Did they call it a championship? I guess it was like the championship started where they have 10 games. Um, five on Tuesday, five on Wednesday. Big Ten Challenge, sorry, not championship. Big Ten, ACC, Big Ten Challenge. On Tuesday, the Big Ten won three out of five, but... My Duke Blue Devils crushed Indiana. So they look good again. Coming off that loss against Gonzaga in the Maui Invitational, um, it was good for them to come back home, get that win, and get the the wheels rolling again. Um, in soccer, you had UEFA Champions League. There's eight teams as of Tuesday. Eight teams clinched their spot into the knockout round. So the knockout round is 16 teams that move on out of their group stage. Um, if you don't follow soccer, or football, for those of you international. Um, there's 16 teams that get that move on from the group stage, and eight of them 
uh, advanced on Tuesday with one game still to play in their group stages. So that, that was good. And, and my team, Manchester United, advanced by a stoppage time goal. They look like shit. They played a team from Switzerland, young boys that they should have beaten by four fucking goals. I don't know what's going on with that team. It's frustrating. I got a friend of mine, Steve Fielding, coming in. We're going to talk soccer uh, in the coming weeks. He's he's from the U.K. He's a Tottenham fan, so we're going to talk about that. And uh, I'm sure he's going to have some interesting insight around Manchester United and, and what's going on with them, as, as I do as well as a fan. Um, just not pleased. I don't know if it's the coaching, if it's the players. It, it's disturbing when the coach comes out and says the players are ignoring them. You know, when you hear that as an owner or a, a GM or or anybody on the board, you have to think, well, maybe we need to make a change. But they're sticking with Mourinho, so we'll see. Um, college football rankings came out. This is the last ranking for the playoff before conference games that happened this week. And, and later on, I'm going to give my predictions for the conference games. But you have Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, and Georgia. And then Oklahoma and Ohio State are 5-6. and six. And it doesn't. It seems still like the committee doesn't very. It doesn't think very highly of University of Central Florida, UCF. They still have them sandwiched between Michigan, who got crushed by Ohio State last week. By the way, looked like looked terrible. Um, and Florida, who half half the year has looked like a very underwhelming team, but because they play in the SEC, you know they're they're up there in the rankings and they're nine and three. So. Florida is right behind UCF at nine and three. Michigan at nine and two, eight and two. I don't even know what the record. Ten and two. Ten and two. I guess right. Um, yeah, ten and two. And then you have UCF at twelve and zero, basically, and they're they're ranked in between those two. It's, so I don't see UCF getting. I don't care if they win their conference championship. They're not getting into the playoff again this year. That that's a fact. Um, it is what it is. Any UCF fans out there, you can you can be upset about it, but you're just not. You need to start making making your schedule harder. Your conference is not good enough to get you in. Your non-conference games need to be much harder. Um, how you do that, that's up to your AD. I don't know. Wednesday, dealing with a sick wife and a sick kid. Harrison's sick, wife sick. I woke up to go to the gym, and I found her on the couch downstairs with tissues all over the floor. So she had not been sleeping. She's been sick for a while. Every day I've asked her to go to the doctor, um, which we're also going to get into, and she hadn't. So we're going to get into that later. Um, Also, on Wednesdays when I'm at the gym, if you guys have ever heard of Drone Racing League, or DRL as they call it, it is on ESPN every Wednesday morning at 4 o'clock in the morning, 4.30 in the morning when I go to the gym, and it's like e-game athletes, I use that in quotations um but they're flying drones through like malls and like warehouses and it's dark it's it's fascinating to watch when you're on the treadmill kind of just getting your body warmed up in the morning but it's also hilarious that there is an actual drone racing league um that's just my opinion on that i think it's funny and and good for them they're making money out of it these these quote-unquote athletes um so whatever good for them um uh let's see oh so got home from the gym internet wasn't working hopefully this is the last time and and it was like i said we got it on thursday so i'm I'm done talking about the internet also had to get a new battery for my keyless remote i never i've never gotten that message i got in my car on um wednesday morning and it said keyless remote battery low so watched a little video on YouTube how to replace my battery and my my key fob, and it's pretty simple, um, which was surprising. I was like, "Fuck! I'm like gonna have to make a stupid appointment to go to Honda and get this thing fixed. Like that's so stupid. Like it, it it's gonna take them three seconds." So YouTube's a great tool. If you don't if you don't know anything nowadays, YouTube it or Google it. There's somebody out there that's putting it up there for you to figure out, which is great. Uh, we have cleaners that come to our house every three weeks. They were here at 7.30 on Wednesday. And my favorite part about the cleaners is how much Lindsay cleans. She says picks up, but cleans before our cleaners come to the house. I find that by far one of the most ironic things that I deal with on a monthly basis in my house is the fact that we have to clean for the cleaners 
I'm like, bitch, what the fuck are we paying them for then? Like, they're here to clean. I don't care if they're here for three hours. Like, they're here to clean. That's what I, we're paying them for. It, it boggles my mind. It's hilarious. I've just gotten over it. I just go with it. it again, everybody, if you're married or you've been with a significant other for a long time, there's just things you just don't fight about and don't worry about anymore. You just kind of become comatose to it. And that's what I've done uh, in that one. Also, if you saw on Instagram, Lindsay got these leggings the other day, and I put up a picture. Her leggings looked like Marty McFly's futuristic jacket in Back to the Future 2. So if you remember Back to the Future 2, and if you haven't watched it, you need to watch it. Lindsay, by the way, has never seen it. It's amazing to me, like, I love my wife, but, like, the movies that she's never seen, but, like, then, like, the the shitty music that she grew up with, I love you, Chuck, but, like, the shitty music you have her listen to growing up is unbelievable to me. Like, the shit that she knows from a music perspective, and then, you like, you bring up, like, a cult classic of, like, Back to the Future, and she's like, no, I've never seen it. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyways, her leggings had this little design on it that reminded me of his jacket, so I put that up on Instagram, and, um... I thought it was pretty funny because it, 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 it really did. Um, which was great. Uh, so we're back into Wednesday afternoon, some more UEFA champions league, soccer, football, um, another four teams secured their spot into the knockout stage. So out of the 16 spots, there's 12 already secured. So going into the last week, which I believe is the week of December 11th of those games, there's only four teams left that can make it. And it is in group B, You have Tottenham or Inter out of Italy. One of those two are going to get in. In Group C, two of these three will get in. Either Napoli from Italy, PSG from France, or Liverpool from England. Two two of the three of those are going to get in, and Liverpool and Napoli play each other, so that'll be a good match. I think PSG is going to go ahead and advance. That's the team that Neymar's on. Um, And then in Group F, Lyon from France or Shakhtar Donetsk from the Ukraine, one of those two teams will get in. So four spots left should be an interesting last week um, come December 11th of who's going to make it in to the knockout stage. And then they do uh, of the 16 teams, then they do a pick of who's going to play each other in those matchups. Um, last week mentioned Nolan had a cavity from the dentist. And we talked about like how he, oh, I can't have a cupcake. I had a cupcake dad. I'm sorry. You know, we can't have candy, all this stuff. So we got that taken care of. And I also mentioned last week that, you know, the dentist was like, oh, you're going to have to get headgear for him. You're going to have to do this. And they give us a quote of a couple thousand dollars. Well, come to find out, we got a second opinion from an actual orthodontist. And the orthodontist was like, no, he's too young for that. We wouldn't recommend it. His mouth is still growing and his, his he still has teeth that need to come in that we wouldn't even put these, these spacers on and all this stuff. And I was just like, Good. So that, of course, rubbed Lindsay and I a little bit the wrong way. So no one's going to go to a new dentist that is Lindsay and I's dentist, and um, they they can see kids. At the at this time, we have him going to a dentist that just deals with kids, not grownups, but our dentist deals with both of them. So we're just going to have him go to that. I mean, it's ridiculous that they quote us that. We get a second opinion, and the second opinion from the orthodontist who would have done the procedure was like, no. No, we wouldn't even do that. So, again, ridiculous. Uh, College basketball. So, on Tuesday night, the Big Ten won three out of the five games in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. On Wednesday, the ACC won three out of five. So, the challenge tied itself all in five games each for each conference. So, I think that shows that the both conferences are pretty well matched up here early on in the season. It should be interesting to see, um, come the end of the season, how many teams from each conference get a bid into the uh, Final Four tournament. Um, because living here in the South, you know, the ACC is always considered and has always proven to be basically the strongest uh, top-to-bottom basketball conference in the in the country, uh, usually year in, year out. Um, but the Big Ten, looking pretty strong to start this year. So it'll be um, interesting to see how that all plays out. So... We move on to Thursday. Wednesday, like I said, I woke up. Lindsay's sick. She'd been sick for a couple of days. Well, now she's not sleeping. I catch her on the couch. She finally made a doctor's appointment this week um, for a week plus. She had been sick, so she finally on Thursday morning finally made a doctor's appointment, 
And I suggested she made one a few days ago. Um, so I want to ask this question and, and see if I get any responses. Does anybody else have a spouse or significant other that when you give them your opinion or suggest something, they they kind of just don't, there's no other way to put it. They just don't listen to you because I think that for me is one of my biggest frustrations um, that Lindsay and I always work through in, in our marriage. And, um, and I feel a lot of the time, like she listens to others more than she listens to me. Uh, for instance, if I told her to go to the doctor for this, right? Sorry, guys, I just knocked my headphones off. If I told her to go to the doctor for this, which is a cold, but I want to make sure it's not a, a, a sinus infection or anything like that, she would just say, nope, it's a cold. But I guarantee you, and Anne, this is where you come in. I talked about Chuck earlier with his terrible music. If she was to call you, Anne, which is Chuck is her dad, Anne is her mom, uh, and she gave Lindsay the same advice that I gave her. She would turn around in the minute they were off the phone or in that conversation, if they're in person, she would turn around immediately and call the doctor at that moment. So again, it's, it's just something that you, you don't, you just kind of move on from, you don't want to create a fight about it, but it does get frustrating at times where it's like, Hey, I've told you to do this because I'm looking out for your well being, but it's always, Oh no, 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 no. Or you don't know what you're talking about. Da, da, da. Somebody else tells her or her mom tells her, yep, that's the spoken word. You must obey that, um, which is funny, but also can, can be frustrating. Um, somebody's opening the garage door and the dog's barking. Um, so been dealing with that. And, and then also send me, send me a DM again or shoot me an email if um, I'd like to know that I'm not alone in this. And if I am alone in it, God help me. Uh, speaking of people being sick, Pete, my workout partner, he had to leave the gym on Thursday morning because, again, he is also sick, and he is also someone that doesn't go to the doctor. So I don't know why people around me, one, don't listen to me because I'm, I'm really smart, uh, humble brag, uh, and then also just don't want to go to the doctor. Like, the advances in modern medicine are great. Like, I, I don't – it's sad to say, like, yeah, I'll try some home remedies here and there, but like, if that doesn't work after a day or two, look, I'm going to the doctor and I'm getting some real drugs. They're going to help me kill whatever's in my body. And if it hurts me later on in life, well, guess what? You only live once, so I'm willing to take that risk. Um, so he left the gym on Thursday, and then he didn't come this morning because he's sick. And he he just um, he, he's just worn out, according to him. So um, it is what it is. And... and and the reason why I get so annoyed about, especially like doctor's visits and stuff. So a couple months ago, my dad got put in the hospital for two days because of a heart problem. And for years, I, I can't tell you the last time that guy went to the doctor. And he, as well as others around me, for some unknown reason, self-diagnosed himself. And he's he's saying, no, oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. Well, my dad was this way. And this. I'm like, your dad's health though it might have some similarity to where you are, it does not mean you are going to have the same health as your parent or someone near you. Go to the fucking doctor and get checked out, and then he spends two days in the hospital, and $40,000 later, we know the cause of what he was having heart issues for. You know, Thankfully, insurance picked up basically all of it, but $40,000 and two days in the hospital could have all have been avoided if you actually go to the fucking doctor. People, listen to me. Go to the doctor. For fuck's sake, it's not that difficult. They'll give you medicine. It's great. If you don't like to, if you don't want to hear, if you're afraid of what they're going to tell you, then you're going to cause major problems long term, which is what my dad had. He was so, he's so afraid of what they're going to tell him. I know I have high blood pressure. Well, they'll give you medication for it. I don't need to be on medication. Well, Come to find out, he needed to be put on medication, and it's helped him, and he's lost weight, and he's on a better diet, and he's living a healthier and happier life. Two months later. What a fucking thought. Anyways. Um, 
And then Thursday morning, again, the circus is back. We're trying to get ready for work. Both kids were crying, screaming at each other up in the playroom, and it was all over Legos and sharing toys. Um, and anybody that has young kids or kids in general, you, you just you learn to deal with that, and you kind of let them try and work it out as best as they can. But a six- and a two-year-old sometimes, voice of reason goes out the window, so you have to kind of come in and play referee. Lindsay and I try not to be referee as much as possible, but at the same time, that's what we're going to be for the rest of our life. She's like, I don't want to be the referee for the rest of my life. I'm like, we had kids. That's what we're going to do. So um, yay for kids. Um, following up with Bronx. So took him to the vet last week. I put that on there the day before Thanksgiving. Put it on Instagram. So uh, we talked to the vet. I got his blood results back. So as we thought, there is something wrong with his pancreas, and basically it's deficient into where he can't, it doesn't digest um, properly. So he will now have to be on medication for the rest of his life. So I officially, I know I have a 12 year old dog, but I officially feel like I now have like a geriatric, like old man dog to where I have to give him medication every day and like make sure his diet's right and, and, and all this stuff. Like this was a dog that as a puppy, ate a hole through our wall. So he ate drywall and then shit white for a week. He ate our linoleum floor in our apartment. Linoleum floor. I don't know how a dog can pull up linoleum flooring, but the middle of our washer dryer room, he had pulled up and ate in a whole hole through. Uh, he ate cabinets. He's eaten all this type of this shit and he's been fine. But apparently that's now 12 years later is caught up to him. So it is what it is. Um, we finished the night with watching ESPN's 30 for 30 on coach Bob Knight from Indiana and you know, this, I want to say the scandal, I guess scandal scandal around really what got him removed from the university and kind of uncovering the overall power that he had at that school, um, was incredible. I mean, this guy had the president and alum and basically the state of Indiana, like terrified to ever say anything bad about him. And, um, it finally came out and CNN ran a story and, it eventually led to his demise. And I remember it in high school. Um, and I also remember like growing up, if you were a college basketball fan, like you, you looked at Bobby Knight as, you know, one of the best coaches, if not the best coach in college basketball at that time, you had coach K and you had Dean Smith and, and others, but like he, he was the epitome of it. At the same time, you also saw him, you know, in kids faces, he was a tough, tough type of coach. Um, and eventually it caught up with him and, and the power got to him I, I, from what I saw in the story last night. So um, it was pretty interesting. So we're here Friday morning. Um, went to the gym. Pete's not there. That's fine. Knocked out my workout. I'm good for the week. Tonight is date night for Lindsay and I. So we try and have a date night at least once a month. Um, but we haven't had one in a while because of the holiday and, and other stuff. So, and, and when I say date night, I mean me and her. We've gone out with couples or gone to friends' houses, things like that without the kids in the last couple months, but not a true like sit down, me and her dinner. So really looking forward to that, which will be nice. My parents are going to be watching the kids for the night. They're going to have a sleepover. So it will be nice to have a quiet dinner, don't have the kids yelling, come home, not have the kids screaming and running around the house. Um, so really looking forward to tonight. And we're going to... Miro in Ballantyne here in Charlotte. Miro is our favorite restaurant in Charlotte. Um, authentic Spanish food. It's, it's really good. And, and the wine they have there is really good too. So I'm looking forward to it. The mattress that we bought on Monday is supposed to come today. So we'll see. It's going to come in a box. So a king size mattress in a box and it basically inflates itself. So I'm, this is so nerdy. I'm getting so fucking old and adulting. It's just. It's sometimes discouraging. Uh, I'm looking forward to taking a fucking mattress out of a box to see it inflate. I'm not going to lie. Like, this is outside of getting my, my daily job done and getting the kids to school this morning. Like, my my highlight, outside, again, and date night, I don't want to say that. My highlight of my day and potential afternoon is going to be taking a fucking mattress out of a box. Someone please send help. Uh, all right. So, uh, <laughs> fuck me. Uh, woke up to also this morning. I went to bed last night before the game even started all week in the NFL. The Saints are going to beat the shit out of the Cowboys. The Saints are in the, the division of the Panthers. We still have to play them twice, which I think are potentially two losses. Uh, I hope we go at least one and one against them. I don't see us beating them twice, but you never know. But uh, the Cowboys beat them. 13 
to ten. They went. They're now seven and five. They won four straight games, whereas my Panthers have lost three straight games. So the the Cowboys, who we beat early on in the year, handedly. The if you look at the score, I don't think the score was a blowout because the Panthers just never do that. But we had control of that game the whole game. And now you look, and this is how the NFL is. Just a long season. They're now on four straight wins. We're on three straight losses. We're out of the playoff picture by losing to Seattle. And the Cowboys are leading the NFC East. So they beat the best team, in my opinion, in the NFL. And I believe I said that last week. And if I didn't, I apologize. But I truly think the Saints are the best team in the NFL. Even with this loss, I still think they're the best team in the in the NFL. Um, but very surprised to see that the Cowboys beat them 13-10, to 10, especially with Drew Brees and that explosive offense that the Saints have. I cannot believe they were held to 10 points. So for you Cowboy fans out there, kudos to you and your team. Um, I fucking hate them. I've always hated them, but it is what it is. Um, in baseball news, I'm, I'm going to try, because I'm a baseball player, I'm going to try as best as I possibly can to at least get an update a week on baseball. And here it is for, for you guys. In baseball news, Robinson Cano, it looks as if he's coming back to New York. But don't worry, Yankee fans. He's not going to the Yankees. It looks like the Mets are going to trade for Robinson Cano. 36-year-old Robinson Cano spent nine years, I believe, with the the Yankees. Was a great second baseman for us. Great hitter. Went out to Seattle. Signed a 10-year ridiculous contract, um, which in hindsight for the Yankees was probably one of the best moves we could have done because he also sat out last year um, for, I want to say, um, violating the substance abuse policy for the uh, Major League Baseball steroids or something. Uh, hold on one second. Sorry, my throat's getting dry. Um, well, it looks like the Mets are, are in form to try and get him in there, get that bat back into New York, but uh, not with the Yankees. I think it's a good move for the Mets. It's great. Sell tickets, whatever. But for the Yankees, don't go near that guy. I don't want him back with the Yankees. I appreciate what he did for us, but... That ship has sailed. We have a nice young core. We won over 100 games this year. Let's leave it at that. Um, yeah, and that was my week. So now I'm going to talk about some of the things that are going on outside of my week and just in general kind of give uh, you guys a, a deeper insight. I talked about earlier about being vulnerable and opening up to you guys and thanking you for letting me kind of just talk to you. I want to talk a little bit about myself and um some things also that go on in my life and so you guys can learn a little more about me if you don't know me and, and you might know me and you might not know some of these things and that's okay and that's what I'm, I'm here for that's why i'm doing my week in review so we're going to start off with christmas or holidays tomorrow december 1st we are officially in december the holidays even though retail was in the the holiday season right after uh, Halloween, like people forgot about Thanksgiving. They went right into the Christmas and holiday uh, time. So uh, for Christmas shopping, like I mentioned earlier, we got the kids' bikes. We're getting some more stuff. We have a busy December. Nolan's birthday is in a couple weeks, and then it's Christmas. So we, we have a lot of gifts and logistics of parties and where we're going to be and parents coming into town and my parents who live here and all that stuff. So December's usually busy, but um, December 1st, tomorrow, get your Christmas shopping, holiday shopping started. But uh, I want just a thing for us, for, for Lindsay and I. Um, again, I've mentioned it so many times. 11 years married. We have now just gotten to the point of where, like, there's no more, like, surprise gifts. Like, oh, you wake up on Christmas morning and, and you're – you don't know what to expect from what, you know, your spouse is going to give you. We have we have gone the total opposite to where we basically go and find what we want wherever it is, whatever it is, and you send it to the other person. So I gave my list of like five or six things that I would want, and I sent it to Lindsay a couple weeks ago. This week she did the same for me. So basically our Christmas shopping for the both of us is done, and now all I have to do is because most of it's online – now all I have to do is wait for it to all arrive, wrap it up, or quote-unquote hide it. She knows what she's getting, so I'm not really hiding it, but pretending to hide it, and then wrap it up, and then once we get our tree, put it under the tree, and Christmas between a married couple is done, and it's nice and easy, and I love it. So if, you, if you're thinking about what you should get for your 
your your husband or wife or significant other, my suggestion, just ask them. It's going to be a lot better than when you go to Christmas morning or, or whatever holiday you, you celebrate and you open a present and you get that, oh, thanks this is this is great i i really like it and then they either never wear it never use it and they never return it that drives me insane if you don't like it return it i don't want to waste money i absolutely cannot stand when somebody keeps a gift that they're never going to use or wear or utilize whatever it is return the damn thing you say sorry but you don't like it and you move on you return it and you help the person that spent the damn money on it come on people it's 2018. Open up. Talk to people. Uh, give you a, a little insight on... We talked about music earlier, about how Lindsay has terrible taste in music, thanks to her father. I want to talk about my music taste, and I find I have a pretty wide array of music that I listen to. I listen to... My favorite genre is rock. Um, listen to a lot of rock, alternative, country some rap so i kind of have a full spectrum the only thing i really don't get into is the whole electronic dance music the edm stuff and and um pop music that shit drives me nuts i can't i don't don't like it it's weird it's just not my taste but um i just want to give you guys uh, my top artists for each each category my favorite band of all time and you can make fun of me all you want. I don't really care. I think they're a fucking awesome band. But my favorite band of all time is Incubus. I first started, her, I heard them in 1999 when I moved here from Rhode Island to Charlotte. And ever since, they've been my favorite band. I always look forward to their music, whether people like it or not. I just like their um, variety that they have. And I think it's awesome. And um, yeah, so they're my favorite band. They're my top rock band, my top alternative band is the revivalists if you haven't heard of them i'm sure you've listened to their music on car commercials or anything like that but i want to tell you this and i'm going to state this now and Lindsay knows this and she'll back me up on it i found out about the revivalists before they became popular and they're on everybody's radio and everyone was going to concerts for them i would like to say i found them through hipster cocktail party radio on pandora which i have to thank my sister-in-law d for introducing me to that and they came on. I was like, man, this is a catchy tune. And then I got, I downloaded one of their albums and another album. And now I have all their albums and they're a great band to listen to. Cool jam band. They have a, a lot of different types of uh, sounds and they have a horn section. It's, it's really cool and it's good music and it's, it's good music for a party. Um, summer, if you're just cooking, I throw their music on while, while I'm cooking dinner. Um, it's good stuff. In the country world, Chris Stapleton. I don't like the new poppy type country. Um, and I have a friend that I went to high school with, Eric Anderson. He's in Love and Theft. I like their music. Um, maybe I'm biased because I know him, but I do like their music. But the, the rest of the country scene right now is kind of, it's so watered down. And it just, I, I don't I don't like it. I like more of like the southern old school type country music and Chris Stapleton is right back in there and hitting it hard. Now he's very popular. Um, you know, he's done things with Justin Timberlake, but, um, you know, so he's out there in the country world, but, or not the country world, the music world, but I I really do enjoy him, um, and and his music and the lyrics and, and, and just everything. He's got a good sound and great voice and we've seen him in concert. And let me tell you what you hear on his album studios is exactly how he sounds in person it's it's unbelievable because a lot of times you go and watch a band and you listen to them and they don't sound the same as they did on their album and and he does he nails it out of of the ballpark um and then in rap the last couple months big on logic this guy has an album like out every single year so there's so much music that you can listen to and it's great music to work out to and you know cruise around too so been listening to a lot of logic that right now is my top rap artist so that's my music any questions on that send me a dm tell me what your favorite music is i'd love to hear from you guys i keep on saying that haven't heard from a lot of people my main i'm gonna tell you i got i feel like i have a groupie uh mike claudio big groupie of mine the guy's out on itunes giving me ratings um he he's pumping up the the podcast he's tagging me and things he's texting me this morning uh, right before i went live i put a uh 
a story out there. Guaranteed you're going to be entertained. He texts me right away. What's the guarantee? Here's the guarantee. If, you, if you're not entertained, you don't get to listen anymore. So there you go. Or you don't have to listen anymore. You, you can listen. But the guarantee is you're going to be entertained today, and I, and I promised him that. So, um, But I hear from him a lot. I'd love to hear from the rest of you guys. Just, you know, get in touch with me. It's the only way that I'm going to know if I'm doing this uh, the right way and that I'm, I'm entertaining you guys. So, um shoot me a dm or, or an email or or text me like like claudio claudio you're my biggest fan buddy i appreciate you uh so so side side note from that <clears throat> something i do um again we're just going to go into some randomness here but um i'm going to get into the sporting events for the weekend after this but um for the past few weeks i've been sneaking pics of Lindsay um uh, in her leggings taking pictures of her butt um and then I send them to her with like fun captions. So I make like memes out of them to let her know that, um, and I do it to, to, you know, after 11 years of marriage, you don't want to get into the mundane and the complacency and the day to day, right? Like you, you, my advice to anybody that's in a long-term relationship, like you have to always be creative and ensure that your loved one knows that you love them no matter what they're going through or what you've gone through or where life's taking you. So what I do is, um, I'm, I'm a fun guy. I, I feel like, uh, I can be an asshole a lot of the times, which is fine. Um, but with that is because I, I like to just kind of be funny and sometimes my humor people, it rubs in the wrong way. But for, for Lindsay, um, I like to be creative. And so I've been taking pictures of her butt and she hasn't noticed it. She doesn't notice when I do it. She's obviously noticed it because I've been sending her memes of it. But, um, it's my way of just letting her know like she has a great body and it creates some fun and excitement in our, our relationship. And, um, like I said, if you, if you know me, I enjoy having fun and laughing and being funny. So it's my way of kind of making her laugh and also knowing that, um, I appreciate her and I appreciate, uh, her as my spouse and, and my partner. Um, because I'll tell you, like, going into a room she still gives me butterflies i come home from work trips been gone for a couple of days whatever it is um i still get those butterflies when i see her she's just um she's my best friend and she's my right hand and and uh it, it's we've had a fun 13 plus years of 14 years of dating and marriage and everything else so um i always want to make sure that she knows that she's appreciated by me no matter what's going on and um if you're in a relationship, again, like I said, keep it fun, be creative, show their, show them your appreciation and never stop getting those butterflies. Cause if those butterflies go away, um, then that, that can head for some bad times and, and you don't want that. Um, so final note on, on my wife and, and her butt, uh, which is hilarious because her parents and, and her brother listens. So, uh, you guys will enjoy this. I told her the other day in sports, there's a saying that speed never slumps, right? You know, you can go 0 for 10 batting, 0 for 50 batting. You can miss a hundred shots in basketball. You, you don't score a goal in, in hockey or soccer for, you know, 10, 15 games, but speed at your prime never slumps. And so that's what I told her about her butt. I was like, look, your ass never slumps. Um, so Chuck and Ann, if you're listening, that might make you cringe, but thank you for uh, creating a nice little uh, booty for for me to look at and take pictures of. So, um, yeah, I'm sure they just love that. Uh, sports, let's get into one crazy story. If you just go on ESPN, you'll see it. But a team out of Ireland, a football team, soccer team out of Ireland, faked a player's death last week to get out of a game that they were playing on Saturday. And when they started kind of unfolding the story, come to find out the player was at his home in Spain, not dead. And so the team came out. Somebody got fired inside the organizations for putting that story out. But... um crazy stuff in sports now now we're faking players deaths so they don't have to play a game against a, a, another team so that happened in ireland go read the story it's kind of funny but also crazy that that stuff does happen um so let's get into college football so this is a big weekend in college football it's going to shape the playoff it's going to shape a lot of the bowl games that are coming up so if you live here in the u.s or you like college football in general uh, December is a big month for that. And this is the weekend that it's all going to come down to it. So 
We're going to start out in the West. We're going to go Utah and Washington for the Pac-12 championship. I'm going Utah. I think they've been underrated all year. They've lost their starting quarterback, and yet they still have continued to win. Washington, top 10 team to start the year, underwhelmed. They did beat Washington State last week in the snow, but I think Utah pulls this one out. Texas and Oklahoma, and this is what I'm going to get into um, on where what this game means to the playoff picture. Texas and Oklahoma – Oklahoma is going to win this game, and what's going to happen is that Oklahoma is going to put themselves in that top four, and they're going to be the last team in the playoffs. So in the Big 12 championship, Texas versus Oklahoma, Oklahoma gets the revenge on Texas this year and beats them in the championship. Texas beat them early on in the year in the Red River rivalry. Oklahoma wins it. Memphis, UCF in the American Conference, UCF is going to run over Memphis. I know UCF doesn't have their starting quarterback, but they're just a good enough team that they're going to beat Memphis. Uh, going back out West again, Fresno versus Boise state in the mountain West. It's at Boise state on the blue field. Both teams have the same record. I'm going Boise state, uh, here in Charlotte is the ACC championship game. It's Clemson versus Pitt. And this is how bad the ACC is this year. And as a, as somebody that lives in the bubble of the ACC, It does kind of suck because you also host the ACC championship game here in Charlotte. So you want to see two good teams because you want the city to have money coming into it and you want the economy to be good. Pitt's not going to travel. Clemson's going to pack that place out, but Pitt's not going to travel and Pitt's going to get the shit kicked out of them. I think Clemson is an incredible team, which concerns me because right now Notre Dame is ranked third in the playoff, which means Clemson and Notre Dame would play each other. And if you've heard, I'm a Notre Dame football fan in college football. Um, and so that's worrisome, but Clemson's going to beat the crap out of them. And Pitt is a 7-5 and five team, and yet they're representing the one half of the ACC. That's how bad the ACC is this year. Miami sucked. Florida State sucked. Carolina sucked. State, decent, I guess. Uh, Syracuse had a nice little run for a while. Uh, Boston College had a decent run. They've, they didn't finish the year well, so... ACC down this year. Clemson takes it. Uh, Alabama and Georgia in the SEC championship. It's going to be a great game. It's going to be close. Alabama's going to win it. Georgia's going to drop out of the top four. And like I said, Oklahoma's going to slide in. And then the final game, Northwestern versus Ohio State. Ohio State coming off the big win against Michigan. They're going to win, but unfortunately with Oklahoma beating Texas, I think that's a better win for Oklahoma <clears throat> Excuse me, than Ohio State beating Northwestern. So that's that's my prediction on that. Let me know what your thoughts are on it. So again, I got Utah, Oklahoma, UCF, Alabama, Boise State, Clemson, Ohio State. Those are the teams that I think are going to win. If you think differently, love to hear from you and let me know. All right, so I want to finish this this podcast. I, I The rest of sports this weekend it's just regular week in sports. This is a this is a big weekend for college football. A um, lot of stuff on the line and and, and things like that. So uh, I want to talk about um, finish up with kind of just life influences and wrap up the week on this and like talk about some of the people that have inspired me and continue to inspire me as well as kind of mold who I am. So um, and and I'm talking about people that you surround yourself outside of your family, because your family is obviously the most important piece of who molds you as a person, who teaches you right from wrong, who, who creates who you are, you know, who, who created Ryan DeFaber is my mom and dad, you know, Ken and Karen and, and my siblings and those around me and my family like that, that was who helped me become who I was, um, or who I am today. But then there's also these out, out, other influencers in your life, your friends, your coworkers, um, people you look up to, athletes, celebrities, people in the media, politicians it can be. It depends on what your flavor is uh, in your life and, and who inspires you. Um, and so for me, I wanted to just kind of talk about that for a little bit and just kind of dive into how where I am in my life and how I've gotten there and who's inspired me to get there. Um and I want to start off with, it's so sad to talk about because I never met the guy, um, but it does choke me up a little bit because of how much he 
actually did influence me. And it's, it's frightening sometimes to think about. And at the same time, it's also kind of a sad ending to a story. So Anthony Bourdain, I, I love that guy. Like his shows, um, I've been watching his shows for 10 plus years when he was on travel channel and food network. And, um, I read his first book, kitchen confidential, and that inspired me a lot to, learn how to cook more and enjoy cooking and why cooking was fun and, and what was great about it. And his shows then, you know, brought that even more to light around like different cultures of food and the history of food and what people are doing around food and why, why food is so important to us outside of the obvious. Uh, but, um, you know, he really got me interested in cooking and, and travel and also getting an inside look as much as editing is going to allow him to, because, you know, everybody's going to edit a story to make it, you know, tell whatever that channel wants it to tell. But, um, just an outlook on people and, and life. And he talks about in his books and very open to about his struggles and, you know, and unfortunately, if, if you know about Anthony Bourdain, he did kill himself a, a few months ago and it tore me up. Like I, I, it was like a week of like, I literally could not stop thinking about it. And it bothered me so much. And, and like I said, like, it's kind of sad that something like that would bother me for somebody I've never met, but they were very instrumental in a, kind of for me, the last 10 years or so of you know, the things that I do for enjoyment and, and looked forward to. I look forward to his show every week of where he was and where he would go. And I would always hope he would come to Charlotte. And he never came to Charlotte. And, and that's okay um, from like a show perspective to kind of highlight my city. But it was fun to see him highlight cities and countries and people and their food and their stories and, and what was important to him. And and that inspired me to talk a little more about what, you know, what's important to me as well and, and, and things like that. And I still have, uh, I have not been able to watch his show, um, parts unknown since he passed away. I, I have it on my DVR and I, I can't do it. I like, I think honestly, I think I would cry. Like I'm getting, like I talked about, I'm getting choked up just talking about him right now. Like I think I would cry. Um, so it's a little, uh, unfortunate unfortunate, but he is somebody that did inspire me. And really over the last couple months, I found somebody very similar to him, but in a different, um, arena. And it's, uh, and, and if you guys follow me on Instagram, I tag him a lot and I, I put up his, his podcast a lot and the, he has a YouTube channel and, and he does stuff for scratch TV through the PGA and it's, uh, Eric Lang. Eric Anders Lang show. It's his podcast. Adventures in golf is his show that he does through scratch TV. And then he also has his own YouTube channel. Um, Eric Lang, or Eric Anders Lang. I don't know. You just look up Eric Lang. You'll, you'll find it. Um, but, uh, he's, and I've, and I've sent him this and I've, I've reached out to him through email and I've, I've talked to his assistant before Colt. Um, but he, to me is the new Bourdain. Like he's the Bourdain of golf. So he travels the world and he tells stories about the people and the cultures and how it relates to golf. So it's not cooking, but it's golf. But he is doing it in an Anthony Bourdain way, the storytelling, you know, why it's important and, and what's going on in those people's lives and everything. So um, he, over the last couple months, has been truly a huge inspiration for me. And it's not just been his podcasts or anything like that. It's also been an inspiration for me to start my own. So I started listening to his podcast, and I and and that was around the time of I was thinking about maybe starting my own. And like I said, I reached out to him, and and I I've exchanged a few emails with his assistant Colt, um, and they are basically the main reason for me to start this podcast. And they've also opened my eyes to a whole new side of golf that I hadn't been exposed to before. And kind of the out of the big manufacturing companies of golf and what the side, the, the smaller companies are doing and the courses that they play and, and the people that they interact with. And it's just, um, it's been pretty inspiring for me. And, and I take what he does on an unedited 
podcast and I, I imply that to myself. So you heard it earlier. My headphones came out. My recorder fell on the floor. I'm not going to edit that out. That was just what happened. I'm standing here in my bonus room, standing up. I pulled the headphones too far and he's the same way, right? Like he'll, he'll take sips of drinks and coffee and whatever else. And if the dog's barking in the background, that's just what it is. Like, this is my life. I'm not going to change it. I'm not going to edit it out for you. And I tell my guests that I'm like, listen, when you come on the show, ready to be vulnerable, because once I press record, I don't edit it. So it's you and me. And, and today it's, it's just me. And, um, but I learned that from him and listening to him and I like that style and that's just what I do. So, um, he's truly been a, a big inspiration to me. And then, um, you know, my friends, right. They say you become who you are with the people that you surround yourself with. So I always try and surround myself with positive people, um, who influence me in the right way. And don't lead me down paths that um, could become negative. And, and I encourage all of you to always assess who's influencing you and who you're surrounding yourself with because you will eventually become those people as well. And if it's negative, you're potentially playing a dangerous game and, and putting yourself in a, in a negative situation and you don't want to do that, right? Like I mentioned earlier, life is too short. You don't want to live it in a negative, in negative light. So, um, you know, take those people that are positive and have a good influence on you and run with them. Because I'm going to tell you, I've had a lot of friends come and go in my life. Um, and as you get older, you start blocking out the ones that really don't mean much to you anymore. And, and they move on and they have their own lives and you have your own life. And it just makes you a lot more happier. Believe me, I, I promise you. Um, in the workout world, they're, they're YouTube stars, but for inspiration for working out, I follow Steve Cook, Callum Von Moger, Ryan Terry, and Mike O'Hearn. Um, I watch a lot of their videos. I do their workouts. It, it, it is helpful to have kind of that accountability because they're, you, you can go on their YouTube channel and see it and, and see what they're doing and try and just do some of their stuff. And that's who inspires me for, for fitness. So, um, and then from, so talking about podcasts and then and I'll wrap up here. Um, we're a little over an hour. So, um, for me, the podcast that I listen to right now, and if you've seen it on my Instagram, I've tagged, um, I tag them a lot, um, is short story long by Chris Dramapath, Eric Anders Lang show. I just talked about that. Uh, group chat is with drama and his two business partners. So it's three of them. They talk and it's, it's funny. They talk about, you know, current events and, and things that are going on. Um, which is fun. And then from Barstool, I listen to Part of My Take and Foreplay. Foreplay is um, their golf one. And then the obvious ones, the ones that are big time. Joe Rogan Experience. It's hilarious. You got to you gotta put a lot of time aside to, to listen to it. I listen to maybe one episode uh, a week because it might take you that long with the free time. And some of them are three, four hours long. Um, the Gary V Audio Experience good motivator, somebody that can really get your, uh, juices flowing. And then, uh, for comic relief and just a good person to listen to, if you like someone to rant about just the craziest shit, Bill Burr's Monday morning podcast. They're awesome. They're hilarious. It is him just like me right now, just talking into a microphone and just going bullshit about everything. And it's funny. And if you've never listened to Bill Burr, Go and look at some of his YouTube videos uh, of his comedy specials. He's he's fucking hilarious. He tells he tells it as he sees it, and it, it upsets people, but it's funny. And he's he's honest, and it's raw, and it's that's the type of people I like. I don't like people that bullshit you and hide behind things and don't really tell you the truth. Those are the people you don't want in your life. You want people that are going to be honest with you. So be honest to people. Um, so let me. I'm going to finish this up. Right now, I'm going to wrap it up. I want to know what you guys listen to. I've said it a few times. Send me a DM on Instagram. Also, if you listen to this podcast, I'd love it if you took a screenshot, share it to your Instagram story, post it, tag me in it. I want to know who's listening, and that will help me grow this podcast and expand it, which is always cool. Um, the podcast is growing already. I mean, I have listeners across the world, which has been very humbling and, and exciting. But um, the only way I can grow is basically right now through social media and word of mouth. So telling your friends, coworkers, family, anyone else, 
um, would really help me. And then if you make a comment and a rating that you're listening on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, that always helps get my podcast moved up and, and out to more people to listen and, and hear my stories and hear my guests' stories. Um, so I, I certainly would appreciate that if you would it would if you could do that. And then let me know your favorite part of the podcast or your favorite guest so far. Uh, I'm going to be doing a lot of podcasts this weekend with the holiday season and the kid birth the kids birthdays. <laughs> Nolan's birthday, sorry. Coming up, uh, I got to get a lot of my interviews done before people start traveling and everything. So I'm I'm basically knocking out all of December's this weekend. So you guys will see who's going to be the, my guest over the next couple of weeks. But um, and then I'm already starting to work on lining up guests for January, which I'm excited about. But you know, let me know who your favorite guest has been so far, and then um, I'm just going to end it. I started by saying thank you, but thank you, thank you for listening. You guys are, in my opinion, the best audience. Thank you for the support and tune in this week. I have a very special guest, somebody close to my heart. So um, I'm excited to have a conversation with this person and, and share it with you guys. So thank you again. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. And we will be talking soon.